Who Put This On, Season 4, Episode 11, where we watch Alone, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Harrison Hoffman. I'm Brian Houston. Alone, Beth. Robert Kitts. I'm Mr. Survival Max. Oh, yeah, no. that was uh, Survivor Max. <laughs> That's pretty okay. That uh, dead air was thanks to Survivor Max. <laughs> Brought to you by Survivor paid. Max. Have you survived? Are you named Max? Who knows? <laughs> he was not paying Survivor any attention. Max. <laughs> Second week in a row, we got to start cutting Max's mic. Oh, Third yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> He's doing good this week. Uh, this is Who Put This On? Brought to you by Chris Lorenz. Chris Lorenz. Uh, what are you doing this week? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Harrison. by the way, we also had a tequila shot before this because it is National Tequila Day. That's right. For people listening to this, not on National Tequila Day, we put, recorded this on National Tequila You missed Day. it. <laughs> no, listening to this podcast gives you permission to do an extra shot of tequila, even though it's not National Tequila well, Day. Because you forgot about it. If you did a tequila shot on National Tequila Day, way to go. And you can do another one. All right, I would like to take this moment to just have a moment of remembrance for everybody who took a tequila shot just now and didn't fare very well. All right, Harrison, <laughs> can you give us the description <laughs> of the show? Please. And it, when, when are we cutting back to the Ten men are left in solitude and separated from each other in the harsh Vancouver Island wilderness. With no camera crews or producers, they have to survive using only what they can stuff into a backpack. They will hunt, build shelters, and fend off predators as they face extreme isolation, psychological distress, and the terrifying plunge into the unknown. That's alone on the History Channel. Thanks, Harrison. Uh, This show is real weird. It is a survival show. Ten people out in the wilderness, we get to see them go through day one and day two. And uh, some people don't make it all the way through, which we will get to, I guess, in the minutiae. Oh, yeah. There's not really a whole lot like to go gleam like over the whole episode. It's just two days in the wilderness for ten people. And every moment is minutiae. How many people are there? Ten men ten remain. Ten men remain. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So this show is real nuts. I don't even know where to start, to be honest. I mean, maybe we could start like by like their whole arrival situation. So these ten men are going to be put in like separate parts of this big area, and they made it such that like the terrain's kind of like impossible to like make it to one another. Like they did mention that like there's a giant mountain range in the middle, like impassable, and so now like they're completely cut off from contact with everybody even like if you tried to walk in i don't think you'd be able to walk five miles and then the other person has to walk five miles it's true they're definitely like alone these people are dropped off via like helicopters or boats and they're just really next to like some sort of water usually on this island which is this isn't fresh water so they they can't just like drink water as they like come off this boat they're in the middle of this nowhere nowhere they're by themselves and you've they've got 10 items they brought with them and they have like a like not including their clothes which we'll we'll get to so it's just like it's pretty freak scary to just be like out there you've got no fire you've got no food presumably no food uh and you're just kind of screwed all right off the bat I cannot imagine what the insurance must have looked like on this show. It's just, it, I, I can't believe that somebody didn't die in this show. It's just, it's insane. We don't know that. I mean, we, we don't know that. We have the whole season. But I would, I would assume that it's not on Prime Video if somebody died on it. Well, <laughs> it could have started with 11 men. Oh, and no. And we've just gotten <laughs> the producer's cut. He edited out. <laughs> yeah. But then how many men were, remain? I don't understand. We'll never know. It could have started with 50 men. <laughs> you know, we know how many remain. We just don't know how many started. Oh, uh, that's true. It doesn't say 10 out of 10. True. Yeah, because like, everybody's alone. So like, you're only getting the footage from that person. They could just cut that footage completely out during, on the production room floor. Exactly. I definitely, they never interact with anyone else. I need myself a Sam cut. <laughs> so... I guess we'll go, we could go person by person. Makes most sense, probably. Yeah, sure. Uh, so let's start with Sam. 
Sam is 22, and he has the best line in the whole show <laughs> where he he says he's a mosquito in a nudist colony. So much work to do. This kid was pumped. Like He's 22 years old, and he said, yeah, I've been thinking about doing something like this since I was 14. First off, that's really young to just be thinking like, man, I just really want to go in the wilderness by myself and like see how long I can survive. Then, not to mention, just like thinking about it for eight years. Well, it's all it's it saying that I've been thinking about it since I was fourteen is not as impressive when you're twenty two. Like, yeah, sure. yeah. Like, but it's like forty or something. Like, yeah, like granted, like then it's just well, you should have given up on this like in like mid twenties. I strongly <laughs> disagree. I think this is a achievable dream. But why are you like this is a crazy dream at fourteen? Well, I think I think the dream is like not necessarily to the it's extent of this show, but like I I feel like the dream could be like I really like camping, <laughs> and then you know he's sort of built that up into <laughs> he saw this like discovery like you know casting call and he was like oh that's my dream. Maybe he's dreaming of being a social media influencer. Since he was oh, 14. that's true. And now he's got his chance. Oh, I think he's, you bring up sort of. I think this show would be better if everybody were camping together. <laughs> I no. thought you were not. I couldn't go naked right there. And also like, naked. I, <laughs> and naked, yes. I mean, you're just, you're just describing Naked and Afraid XL, which is a show <laughs> that I watched recently. <laughs> but I think I think we didn't get as much of it as like they probably will later in the season of how being alone is going to break these men down. Because like, there was a hint of it now, but I bet that's like... I bet that's brutal later on. Yeah, it definitely seems it's, there's more of like a really tactical, I got to find shelter, I got to make a fire, I have to try not to get eaten by a bear. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gripping them right now as opposed to like just being alone by themselves for a long time. Yeah, yet. they're busy right now once they've gotten themselves set yeah. up. Like, so like I guess another thing we didn't really tee up is that they're just here for trying to be the last one surviving. So until... Nine till nine people give up, they will be out there. So you and they have no indication of when the other men give up. That is correct. So like they could be out here for like ten days. They could be out here for you know somebody said a whole year. Like who knows how long people will be out here. People have really different ideas of how long this thing might carry on for. Totally, uh, which is really interesting. Uh, Tell me more. Do you, do you want do you want to know more? I do. No. <laughs> there, are, there are there are some people who are like, man, I might be out here for a year. There's some guys who are like, I hope I make it 90 days. It's just kind of all over the place. We got to talk about the guy who mentions the year though, because like, so most of the show is like in the wilderness. They're like trying to do things to survive, but then occasionally, and not for all of the men, only for a few of them, we get these like clips of their home, and so we see this man's home. I forget the name of him. Um, but he's like, he's like talking about his family. He has a very young daughter and he's like, she might be a year older by the time I get back here. <laughs> it was the dog. He said that, oh, sh- the dog might be a year older. I think. Oh. No, he didn't say that about his daughter. I don't think so. He's I'm worried fr- about his dog more. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. I don't know. The comment Amazing. I thought was about his dog. That's wild. The, the more intense one was the guy who's like, yeah, my wife is four <laughs> months <laughs> pregnant and I'd left her to be on this show. And I she could has be a here for a year. That real bummer for her. Yeah. Tough time. The one thing which is not clear to me is whether or not they tell the last person when they are the last person standing or not. Because I think that it could add a whole other psychological level to it if you know that they're never even going to tell you when you've won. So and it's I, just you have to give mm, up in order to win. So I have an answer for this question if yeah. you want it. It's, What's the answer? I guess it's you gotta small give it. and it's spoily. I don't know if I want to spoil you for this whole season. No, give it. Uh, just do it. I assume they, they tell you. They tell them. Okay. So like when, I was, nine, when I said nine people give up, that means the last person. I was fearing that they would tell them, but I think it would be a lot more extreme if they didn't tell them. That'd be great if like the last, the like, description last episode was just like, only one person left. When will he decide <laughs> to give up? He's the winner, but he doesn't know it. He's well, been out there for a, for a whole year beyond the second place. Well, he's on. He's in season six. He's still on the show. Oh man! Oh, he's just like, yeah, I'm building a log cabin out here. Man, <laughs> like it, it, it'd be, like if you if you last through future seasons, you get to keep banking the prize <laughs> money from each season. <laughs> Like he's just at he's at like three million now. He's just he's just living in this cabin in the woods. <laughs> That's great By for the himself. channel because then they don't have he to pay out. He doesn't know anything. that he's won yet. He's still out there. 
It's funny bring that, that was also part of our comment on the show Solitary, where they did similar kind of challenges, and we'd be like, then they just say, "All right, you're done. We don't need to do it anymore." And be like, "What if like you're the only one left?" <laughs> like, we talked about it on the pod. How that would be better, but they I, don't. Do the it. psychological toll I think that would take would be nuts. Oh, like for you're sure. just out there for what ninety days, eight like 180 days, like you would have no concept. You just have no idea. Yeah, you would you just be so keep, lost. Like let's say you're out there for ninety days. Do you think you're at that point you're keeping track of how many days it's been, or definitely you totally lost count? You have no well, idea. you have you're this satellite phone, and you have this other equipment with you. Like, like how often that gets replaced, or like how long is the battery lost? Well, all that, this stuff. All right, so you're kind of leading something I want to get into, which is so like the premise is they're all alone. There's no producers, no crew, but like. And the satellite phone is just for when they want to get out, they have to call. To, like, drink that satellite phone's ringing three times a day of like, hey, you got to move this camera over here. Hey, we want you to talk about this. And there's a little bit of human interaction going on. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I was thinking about the camera work and how they must have had to train these people to shoot the show in the way that they wanted them to shoot it. But um, I don't know. I, I, I think there's more training than it is like producers calling. Because I got- feel like some people are really heavily in the show. Some people aren't. And I feel like that's because mm-hmm. some of the people are just better at filming themselves and some people aren't. That I think maybe in future seasons they get better at telling people or getting more producer involvement. For season one, I don't think so. All right. I don't think they have wireless cameras set up here. I think it's they're not satellite link up cameras. Do you think Any each cool. person has their own dude just like trailing them? No, but well, I do have some minutia on that. Like, I don't know what season this starts, but my friend that recommended the show to us as well was he said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> He said that every like couple days or something, they have to like meet up with somebody from the show to see if they're like dying or not. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. So I don't feel cheated by that though. That that seems good. That seems good and reasonable. I'm into it. Like so, we've seen two like two days of these people on this island or whatever. If you don't have water at this point, you in trouble. Like you you need to be able to drink some water. So even the show don't as far as we could tell so like you just got to call out at that point because they're not picking you up in 2 a.m when you're like dying of thirst like there's definitely some like cause to be like okay after like a couple days i gotta make sure these people have water or like we gotta take them out of the show yeah i mean because as as we saw with the one dude who spoiler alert ended up punching out at some point in this episode the response time was not fast or pulling him out he called in the, in the middle of the night and they didn't pull him until the next morning sometimes so yeah you have to call back during business hours <laughs> <laughs> to be fair we don't know when he actually called i guess that's true that it true. did seem so they they show a clip on the show of him being like it's not worth it to me to do this anymore like whatever whatever and he's like very clearly gives up like it seems like he probably calls pretty close after that so yeah. you're referring to josh Josh. He was 31. He was wearing a non-waterproof jacket. No, no, no. That was the other guy. That was the 24-year-old guy who was wearing... Yeah, so that was a different guy with the non-waterproof there, there's jacket. that 24-year-old who basically says, hey, I, it's dumping rain. He's just like, I'm wearing this jacket. It's not waterproof. I'm getting super wet. Also, it tears really easily. So when I'm walking through the forest, it's a bad situation. Like, Why would you pick a non-waterproof jacket that tears easily if you know you're going to be trying to survive in the wilderness for an undetermined amount of time yeah that might be joe joe is 24 yeah i think that would have been joe yeah okay maybe i wrote down my notes aren't great for this episode there's 10 people we're t- like there's too many people and they, we, to show in one episode and like we, we we really only spent like meaningful time with like three or four of them in this episode yeah so and like, there's no real introduction to anyone like they there's no opening kind of scene where you meet everybody who's going to be on it like it, you just slowly sort of get introduced to all these men they need like an episode zero where they like intro these people Ten like and they're <laughs> a voice from beyond the grave <laughs> where, the, where they intro the people and their backstories and what their like survival skills are and yeah. then plop them on this island so you can like oh so we can like set up our fantasy football we can like like root for somebody to like win like at this point i don't i don't have anyone to root but, like, for if they had episode zero we either would have skipped that one that's right episode one sure. or would have watched episode zero and been like this is terrible we don't know what the show is <laughs> i yeah honestly okay let's talk about like the stereotypes of the 10 men remain 
on the show. You what? got Sam, who's 22. You got a bunch of people in their 30s and 40s. And that's it. Oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> so back to... Back to Sam. <laughs> Back to Sam. So let's talk about a really iconic scene with Sam. Where So we, we see, I think, three scenes total with Sam. We've talked about the first one. He talks about being a mosquito on a nudist beach. The next time we see uh, him... Work to do. <laughs> the next time we see him, he's standing on the edge of a lake. He's sort of like looking off in the distance. Then he starts howling at the lake... And then he pauses and you can hear like wolves howling back at him. And he looks at the camera just it, like so delighted. He's like so happy. Camera cuts to another man's camera who's across the lake. Who's like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck was, was that? that? <laughs> so that's <Is> Sam. <laughs> that's what Sam's doing out there. <laughs> was Sam trying to call wolves or was Sam trying to call Sasquatch? I oh. think it was probably a Sasquatch. He's trying to call the bees. Do you think a Sasquatch would help you survive in this situation? 100% Every, yes. Everyone knows Sasquatch are great at survival. Sasquatch is the would they apex help you? predator. Are they friendly? Or would they would they They're friends eat you? and foes. Well, it depends if <laughs> it depends if you're making the knocks and establishing good rapport with the Squatch first. It's all about decorum <laughs> with the Squatches. <laughs> what what do you do if you see a Sasquatch? Like how do you approach it? You do some knocks. You do some calls. Tell me about the knock. You just like take a stick and knock on the tree, and then it'll knock back. In right. any particular like pattern? No. Just some knocks. They just, just love knocking on trees. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows this. I think that was was that Mitch, the person that was on the other side of the. Oh, lake? Yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. So he was the one that we actually see at the end of the episode get fire. Correct. Yeah. Correct. He was Mitch the is, only Mitch one in this episode that got fire. Mitch yeah. also started really strong when he's like coming on the island and he's like, sometimes nature gives you what you need. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, he's a survival man. Pretty quickly, we were like, Mitch seems like a guy who's going to go far. He's the one who got fire. And we were also like, Sam is not lasting. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is out. <laughs> Sam's out of here. <laughs> so a thing with this fire was like he was he weighed, he made some sort of like, oh, I forget what the term feather was. Stick. Some feather stick. You're right. And they were like, showed you what feather stick. They told you on the screen what feather stick was. And this is definitely a Harrison. Must be Harrison's always complaining that they don't have this in other shows. Is explained to you specific terms and teaching well, you as things go. Like to qualify for being on the History Channel, there has to be at least a couple <laughs> of moments of learning. I think I think Trek Night in America. Uh, Ended that theory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they did have the brief history moment at the top. <laughs> Trucks. <laughs> yeah. Americans love them. So we learned what, uh, what was it, feather? Feather sticks. We also learned uh, about periwinkles. That was what it was called, right? Yeah. The, periwinkles the is the some edible sort of snail. Yeah. And like a feather stick was like cutting off the like wet pieces of a stick so you can actually burn it, mm -hmm. which is how we got a fire, which was cool. That's I cool. think that like other people definitely should have learned what that was because they were having, they were struggling. There's a lot of struggling with fire this episode. Yeah, it did look very wet. They were like, <laughs> yeah, it's super wet, and they're like, we get on this island, we need some shelter, we need some fire, then we can focus on water and we can focus on food, and this one guy's got fire, yeah, and everyone else just seems kind of screwed. It's kind of ridiculous that like they just don't know how to make it because like you would think that like step one is like okay i need to know how to make fire so at least like i'm either gonna make them feather sticks or i'm gonna bring something that easily makes lets me make fire well so they didn't know where they were going so you, you I, they didn't know they were going to be in a place where it was just no they did they, no. they no they they knew about like the uh, approximate like, climate of like the area i don't think they told them it was going to be that rainy i think they just said that like well, it's going to be like temperature range not like what? Yeah. Well, no, not, like, but you also need to know about, like, season. oh, it's a swamp or something like that. You you can't just, like, be rolling in without, like, being prepared for, like, at least that. I don't know what they told them, but they clearly were not prepared for, like, this just wet, like, wood. All the wood was wet. They could not deal with it. One guy could deal yeah. with it. Stuff still rains, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, in a, in a lot of different climates, they could have come on a rainy day. Yeah. It's true. No one was prepared. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. don't yell. Don't look. That's don't true. Look at me. That's no, I true. think, but like, I do think. I think they they all were somewhat prepared. Like, all these men clearly like are trying to make fire. Like, like they know how to make fire. They just couldn't do it because it was so wet. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think they were prepared. It was just like the situation was like a lot more trying than 
they could have expected. This is kind of, you know, the plunge into the unknown, the <laughs> if you will. It takes and you off guard. One guy said he had fire a couple times but couldn't maintain it. Yeah. So he was able to start a fire but not finish it. Yeah. It's not like anyone it's not like anyone we saw like seemed like they had never made a fire before. Max. I think now's the time to bring up there's ten contestants on the show. They're all men. Why is this show racist? So I will say I looked a little bit at the history website. We'll talk about the Gears of Later. The history dot com website yes. or like the history channel dot com website? I believe it, it history dot com is the history channel okay. website. Uh, in later seasons, it is not just men. So they decided mm-hmm. to Good. mix that up one. Well, it's yeah. just like, not just white who men. do you get to sign up for this is really, I think, part of your problem. Well, I, I, there's especially no information about like what this casting call was. Especially a show where they're like, you've kn- like, is unknown. You're just like, oh, you're just in survivalist circles and you're like, okay, how do, who do we get to sign up for this show? Like, it's yeah. much harder when it's the first season of the show. But I mean, it is on the producers to try to do some work to try to like, you know, go out there I and just try to recruit people. I wouldn't blame them for not having a women in the first season. I also don't know. I mean, I, I assume that men are predominant in these circles, but like, well, I don't know who they're reaching out to. It's one thing to say, well, it's hard to find them for it. There's going to be 10 men in the show. It's another thing to have every five minutes, 10 men ten remain. Men remain. <laughs> <on the> screen. <laughs> That's true. They do emphasize that it's only it's men on the show. It's got to be 10 people remain. Yeah. yeah, 10 survivors. 10, ten campers. 10 remain. Ten, yeah. <laughs> ten human. Yeah, like, I think if you do that, it's the amount of like how sort of weird it feels goes down a lot of they're just mm-hmm. like they're not trying to emphasize it so much. Like the the 10 men remain. 10 thing, men is so weird. Which is really in your face, uh, you know. It's weird. What if every time a man gets eaten by a cougar, they get <laughs> replaced on the show by a cougar? <laughs> I'm not talking about a feline cougar. We, I'm we, talking about a sexy Max, lady who's 40. <laughs> we all know what you're talking about. I did uh, not. I thought that, like they were just talking about cages and cougars beforehand. Yeah, and make it more dangerous. So, yeah. One thing is like cougars every commercial break. Cougars. cougars be cougars. Cougars be cougars. Cougars be cougars. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we can have the two of you together anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. It's been a really good run, but (laughs) Cougars v. Cougars. That's the best possible reality show. That's the best possible reality show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about what people bring on this show. Let's do it. Okay. We got to talk about that they bring, you know, what we see them bring is we've seen some axes. We've seen some knives. (laughs) We've seen people raise their hands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We've seen them just kind of have their general rain gear set up. but And we've seen like a, uh, what was the? Like a flint and steel. Tarp, flint and steel. Yeah. Have we seen anything else? We haven't Some really tarp, seen tarp, tarp, well, tarps and ropes. In the next time on, a guy's a bow and arrow. Yeah. Did he make it or did he bring it? No, he brought it. I haven't so seen it. Definitely brought it. Well, so this so is the thing. of On the history.com site, it lists here is the default things everyone gets. It's mostly clothes, like you get this kind of coat and pants and all that stuff, like boots, whatever. And then there's a list of 51 items and says they get to pick 10 of these. Oh. And, so, and there's different categories. Like we don't go through them, but like there's like you can actually bring some food with you and like certain mm. like refined things. You can bring stuff for helping cooking, you bring stuff for helping hunting. So the bow and arrows in that list. But like you can mix and match however you want, but like what are the 10 things you want to use to help survive? And so hmm. that's the uh, the setup they have. So like, they clearly don't sh- like they, they make it look like the guy just gets dropped on the island and the boat or helicopter, whatever they got, like just goes away. But clearly they are given like some packages of stuff, including the cameras, but also including like whatever items they've got. Mm-hmm. But it's like like I don't want to go through all fifty one <laughs> items on the <laughs> list now, but that's kind of how like the setup works, and that's why they refer to only having ten items. But it's like mm. you you know. At one point, Chris asked something about like uh, how many guns someone would have, and it's like you can't. No one has guns. So you're not allowed to bring that. Like the the closest thing was the bow and arrow on the. On that the would just cool. be a dumb move. You can make more arrows, not bullets. Shh, Brian. There was, that's a good segue, but I still want to talk about this. Uh, yeah. Well, so 
Um, does it list like what each person brought at all? No. Or okay, this is also this website was updated for season six. So who the hell knows what people brought in season one? Well, I bet if I bet if you go on Wikipedia, it actually has all this info. But if you also go on Wikipedia, you're gonna find out everything that would happen. So we, I true. didn't do that. That's fair. I probably would have done that if I had more time. But the categories, we'll just I'll label them so people hit are. me. Shelter, bedding, cooking, hygiene, hunting, food, and tools. So food is like, act- they can Chris, bring food? Give us one example of food. I think that's why I'm saying season six might have added more mm-hmm. stuff. Because like, no one had food. They say two items max. They have beef jerky, uh, dried. D- don't read the whole list. Legumes. Things like that. Chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Chris, if you could bring... One item not listed on that, what would it be? It has to be a real item that you can buy today for under I, I would 200 bring, bucks. bring a lighter, like a Zippo. Okay. Because, mm. like, I don't know how to fucking make a fire. We just fucking use a Zippo. Sure. But you could learn how to make a fire. Can well, I? Well, depends. Am I going tomorrow or am I going, like, six months? Got one week. Max, uh. in, in the context of your question, if I say I want to bring an RV, does that count? <laughs> Can you buy for under? Oh, now bucks. there's more stipulations. Probably what is not. This? No, 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 I just said like you can buy it today and it's under two hundred bucks. That's not what you said. What did I say? All right, yeah, you can buy today. Anyway, <laughs> no, he said the money. He said oh, the he said money. the money. He said the money. All right, roll I have the tape a proposal. Back. Roll the tape back. You bring no. a two-year-old dog. You can definitely get a two-year-old dog for like two hundred bucks today. Today. Where? If, okay, so right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm just saying that tonight. dog's going <laughs> to protect p- the fuck out of you. 10 p.m. tonight. All right. Let's talk about some more about these people. Sure. Yeah. So we got, I think the other person that was really in the show was Chris. I mean, there's one other person besides Chris. But let's talk about Yeah, Chris. we got, I mean, there's more people. But Chris, he, uh, he brings out a saw. And he starts, like, sawing some wood. And he hits himself in the head. It was, like, the first thing we see him <laughs> Just like hit the and uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. I like that moment. He saw a branch of his head and yeah. then just hits him. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing to note about Chris is this is day one and it's the longest he's gone without being armed. Yes. And meanwhile, he says this with a giant axe in his hand, like he's really just referring to having a firearm. So unsurprisingly, <laughs> Chris is from Florida, and oh we boy. get a we get a we get some. Home life with Chris, where he talks about he's never th- less than three feet from a gun. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> don't all have a resident Floridian here tonight, so we can't get like yeah our perspective. I mean, that guy looks like he's living an interesting life. There's a lot of he's li- living with a lot of animal friends. It seems like uh, I think they have some pet squirrels. They have a bunch of different weird pets. Were those squirrels or chipmunks? Oh, they might have been chipmunks. Thank you. Right, actually. I mean, How many? It was al- basically like Snow White's, like that whole scene in his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> How many alligators does he have in his backyard? I mean, he's at least got one in the back so he can practice his wrestling. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> practice putting his head in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Chris is one of the guys who is very confident that he will be there for a while. He says ninety days. Yeah, he's sh- and then he says, as long as I'm fat, well fatter than i am now i can stay forever he said something like that yeah. what and a then, guy like and then <laughs> like they're basically splicing clips of him talking about how maybe he'll stay forever maybe he'll never go home with fo- like photos of like his wife and kids and stuff he's like oh, maybe i'll never <laughs> go back to them well he's trying to win the five hundred thousand, dude no i get it i get it he wins that money he can get a whole new house in florida he can get a whole new family in florida <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I did not say that. <laughs> well, what about the animals? <laughs> no, he'll keep the animals. Okay. And uh, the firearms. Oh, got to keep the firearms. Well, that's how he gets the I animals. I don't know about that. Uh, all right. So that's enough with Chris. I don't really know who you're else you're talking about. We got to talk about Josh. Josh. Yeah. Who? There's a lot to talk about with Josh. Josh is like the main focus of this episode. Yes. <laughs> who? So he was the guy who was like almost getting fire. He had like little like pieces of kindling, right? Who? The main thing with Josh is we we Josh we see a bunch of times, and Josh seems like he's a little more nervous about the situation. And then Josh finds a bear cave, and oh, the bear is Josh. not there. But there's all this like remnants of eaten fish around, and fish Josh heads. is clearly getting very nervous. 
And then it's like with the editing, it's unclear if it's right there. But then we definitely see multiple bears are in the trees above Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you, we proceed to just hear like 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 shaky camera stuff, which definitely sounds like Josh is just running away from wherever he is. So it's not a great debut for Josh. Very scary. What might call it the Blair Josh project. I mean, <laughs> it's not too far off. So this sort of spooks Josh a bit, and he's talking about setting up his shelter, and then we get a lot of night vision of Josh, and bears are just walking around outside his tent. Bears are literally, like, sniffing his tent while he's in there, and, like, there's a camera in the tent, and he, like, wakes up, and he's gripping an axe, <laughs> and he's, like, trying to figure out what to do, and then he he's like, hey, bear. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of great, though. Hey, bear. <laughs> hey, bear. <laughs> this is why I'm bears saying you got to have a puppy for all of these people. So they, the, bears the bears eat the puppy? Eat? Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> To like bark whenever a bear is mm. close. That's why you got the motion sort of activated cameras. <laughs> they alert you. What about a robot dog? Oh, some sort of Sony Ibo? Yes. Some sort of Ibo. <laughs> we also see this around. bear clip like eight times. Yeah. And like without commercials, it's like, it's really annoying. This was the only scene where, like, they definitely showed a bunch of stuff, did a commercial, then showed the exact same thing again <laughs> after the commercial. It wasn't great. It's probably the most exciting thing that happens on this whole season. Mm. Or it might be. I don't know. The there bear, are a lot of bears. But a bear at night without fire, like, that's pretty Super scary. scary. Well, like, the, in the later episode, when a guy actually gets eaten by a bear, maybe that's uh, yeah, yeah. But, like, presumably anyone left after day, like, three has fire. Which mm-hmm. there's less likelihood of a bear or anyone coming near you with a fire. So, like, this presumably would probably be the scariest and, like, craziest thing that you see. But pres- maybe when they're hunting, you can get, like, some better shots. But, like, I don't know. This is probably one of the best shots in the show. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of ways people could get hurt, though. Like, hunting sure. or, like, falling. But, like, do they have the shots of them? Bears are mauling them. <laughs> Man, if there's an actual bear attack on this show, oof. <laughs> or yeah. a squatch attack. Oh. Or a squatch. Um, Knocking. So in the case of like a bear attack, like, do you think that anybody is nearby enough that can like step in and like help out? No way, right? Zero percent. No. A bear attack? Like, it's yeah. gonna happen in like five. It's gonna happen in two minutes. <laughs> like, that's not a like. Oh. I- I think there's gonna be, you got some time if like in the standoff. If you're being surrounded and hunted by wolves, maybe because that's not going to be a two minute thing. Right. I do wish we had more information about like these guys' like background and survivalist training and sort of their experiences. We don't get really anything about like what they know or like what the bar is for this show. I think that like that might come as the show goes on. Maybe. Like, but it would have to be a lot of like footage that they've taken before the show, unless these guys just like set up a co- a camera and just want to like pontificate to themselves, mm-hmm. like. It's probably going to be there. Already, we already saw some introing people, but but the introing is more about your home life. It's not about your like survival preparation. I think we would have seen more yeah. if they were going to go there. I don't think they're going there. Yeah, I definitely. It doesn't seem like there are any interviews with the men. Yeah, I definitely want to see basically what they have on Naked and Afraid, where they're just like they mm-hmm. they have the runs like okay. We we gave them this test in this interview, and here's their survival score, and here they're good at hunting, they're bad at. Building shelter. Mm-hmm. Sure. You want some sort of Dr. Pepper situation. Make yeah. sure that they're okay. They're through the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can make it. I want to know that there is a process and that it should be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, got to trust the process. Yeah. I may, I think that's why I, I was trying to push for season two because I think they would have learned a little bit of this stuff in season one. But I was outvoted. So maybe they do do more of that in season two and three and... Season six is in the Arctic. That seems pretty. That seems amazing. That's brutal. Yeah. Want to see that? I wonder what the items are for that. Yeah. Well, in season six, one of the items is, is like some sort of ice shoes to help in oh. icy situations. Like that, you know. So they all get the same like base set of like clothing. Yeah, that... there's some clothing at the top, and then okay. they get to choose ten. Also, this website's really anemic. There's like no information. It's like weird. Had, they had like an intern set it up. <laughs> It's weird because they do they like they literally tell you on the show like check out the items on history.com. Yeah. <laughs> like they tell us to do this. But it's not like we went hunting. S- every season they update the website and they're just like, fuck it. No one watches yeah. season one anymore. No one needs to know. 
Hey, it's free on Prime. Yeah, I Everyone's know. That's why it doesn't it. make any sense. It makes no sense. Not the Arctic season. None. Mm. Maybe if we do the Wayback Machine, we can find out what it said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have one more bit of minutia. Well, we got to keep. We haven't finished Josh's okay. story. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about Josh. <laughs> we, we care about Josh. It's a very important Josh. thing we care about Josh. In that, so he has this this rough night. But like the bears, he doesn't he doesn't get eaten by a bear. Spoiler alert. But Josh decides on night one. I'm out. Done. And so we see like the morning, the the boats coming to get him. And then what do we see after that? Nine men remain. Yes. Also a bear waving goodbye. (laughs) And then also a bear waves goodbye, which is incredible. (laughs) That was definitely just a a shot of a bear. I I mean, that's just that bear just celebrating. He just like booted that dude out of his territory, basically. Do you guys remember at the beginning of the episode how many bears are on the island? It was like 5,000 bears. <laughs> I was going to say 7,000. <laughs> it it's like five or 7,000. 20, 100,000 <laughs> bears. 2,000 million. Multiple <laughs> bears. It's like 5,000 bears, like 400 wolves or something. They're like and cougars. And cougars. Some, some amount of cougars. I'm going to say 1,000 cougars. <laughs> they definitely... S- <laughs> We're really good in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely set this show up in a very scary way. They were like... There's, you're definitely going to get eaten. They were setting some somber music. They have like these bears, they're coming out. And like, in all reality, this place is probably fine. Like these bears, they're not like, they're not grizzly bears. They're just black bears. They're not, they don't really attack humans usually. So like cougars are really, cougars are really the only ones that are going to come after you. There was some stat that they put up that this island is like where the most cougar attacks happen or something. Yeah, because (laughs) cougars don't really live anywhere. (laughs) I mean, still doesn't seem good. No, it's not good. I would not love to camp there. This is definitely not a really safe place to live, but they definitely made it more dangerous than 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 it really is. So since we discussed that the the person at the end is told it's done, should there be like a Hunger Games cannon that goes off when someone quits so that everyone else knows one more has been consumed Eliminated. by the island? <laughs> yes, I mean they absolutely need that. That well, would be so good. I mean, but I think wrong. this is this is building up the psychological like horror of like not knowing how many how close you are like yeah like if you're not i do like that aspect of it i I think that's really interesting and i would prefer that they lean all the way into it and not tell them when the show's over but if you're already gonna ruin it you might as well Well, when there's two people left (laughs) because i bet that last episode when there are two men left like and you don't know how the other person is doing like that must be crazy that's probably true and you don't know that there's only one other person out there like you could think that like everybody made it true like that's really interesting max if you had to make a guess for how this like sort of Hunger Game style, like oh this person was eliminated, would go, how would it go, Rob? Like not a cannon, something else. Hit me. <laughs> I'm here's, gonna go here's with one idea. Cannon. <laughs> I got another idea. Tequila. <laughs> so I do think that it would be better if they knew, because when you're getting down to like three or two people, that's like. You're super motivated because you're like, oh, I'm the last. I'm, there's only two people left. I just have to sur- out-survive That's one other person. Whereas, like, now they're like, I don't know how many people I have to survive. Like, there's definitely some sort of, like, psychological motivation when you know you're, like, the last ones. Whereas, but like, I, if they never told you, I don't I, I don't know. I feel like it would be better to know. I think this is unsafe, dude. Like, because then people are going to push themselves too much. And then, like... Yeah, that's what the show is about, Brian. It's about pushing yourself. <laughs> they don't want people to die. Like... Yeah, that's... I, we, we told you that. they're not going to die. <laughs> we also don't know they don't want them to die. I They definitely don't. Like, because your insurance is going to go through the roof. And it's not going to go for insur- <laughs> The insurance has insurance for that, okay? They right. <laughs> don't want someone to die... Think of insurance. <laughs> my insurance. Oh, great. Now some guy died on my reality show. My insurance is going to go through the roof. <laughs> my, <laughs> That's what Jeff Probst is thinking. My reality show insurance. The History Channel will go bankrupt. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised at like, the quality of the stuff that they've been putting out, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. when it's rating. Here's one idea for when people go out. What if... Instead of the satellite phone, you had like some different colored flares and like 
you shoot one into the sky and oh. it corresponds to the reason you're going out. Like one is like health issue. One is like, I'm scared. One is like a bear. <laughs> oh, man. And then so all the other men can like see like, you know, they know someone's gone and they know why. That'd be pretty wild. That'd be good. What if it is like the Hunger Games and they have these fireworks that go off and then your face shows a up? A portrait of them. Evan, <laughs> <laughs> these men have never seen each other before. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, are, are there only other men out here? It's kind of weird. <laughs> what if it was you, not fireworks, but it was like the end of the rock where you have to like wave the flares with the green yes. smoke. And then yeah. You just That's also produce, very good. You see the producer, green smoke, green smoke, green smoke. <laughs> Hold what if up. you got to choose like your outro song and you have to choose it before you go on there? <laughs> and whatever that is just plays all over the island. Oh. What's, what's Sam's outro song? <laughs> Tequila. Oh. Tequila. <laughs> Harrison, would you rather be in that like lake survive? Like, remember that show we were watching? Did you see the show where they were on the lake? You mean Ice Lake Rebels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be on that show or this show? Ice Lake Rebels, a thousand percent. In Ice Lake Rebels, they're living in like a <laughs> like a floating yeah, house you got boat. That compost toilet in the middle of nowhere. You're not yeah. near anything. You have to actually live there. Here, you're like, there's bears at night. I'm leaving. Like, I guess so. Like, so you're saying, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I rather spend the winter in a houseboat on a frozen lake outside of the 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 yeah. rules and laws of society. Or would you rather <laughs> be on this? You know, alone in the wilderness reality show. There's no contest. It's definitely, I definitely ice like rebels for me. <laughs> all right, I would right. not do I mean, well you in this only, kind of survival situation. You only go on this show if you think there's a chance you could be like be there forever. Yeah, it seems like. I mean, you think so? I don't think anyone in here is saying like I want to be away from my family for three months, <laughs> except for that one guy. Well, <laughs> I mean, I would well, be away from like my family Sam, for three months. Sam is like. This is great. I'm just like living my best life out here in the middle of the wilderness. What a guy. We don't even know <laughs> what he's thinking. <laughs> That's fair. What kind of thoughts go through well, his head? Well, there's also a young guy, another young guy. What was his name? Joe. He's mm. also, he's 24. You know, now, if you don't have a family, if you can like learn how to do this, like, wh- like why not? I don't know. It's like yeah. if you're not getting eaten by a cougar, you get to go. Anyone uh, else got any? Uh, I wish that they had shared a little bit about what their jobs are that uh, allow them to just go off on a reality show for an undetermined amount of time. But that's true <laughs> of every reality show. Most reality shows, you know how long it's going to be. It's not just this open-ended survival well, experiment. Like, <laughs> like The Bachelor or whatever. You could be there for like literally like a day. But at least or you could be there for months. But at least you can tell your job. like It's like, hey, this is going to be like a maximum of two months. This one, you're just like... I don't know. <laughs> it could be years. <laughs> I'm not sure. They're uh, preppers. That's their. Sh- they're yeah. teaching preppers. That's what, that's what their job is. Probably. There was there was some reality show. I don't remember which one. It was a long time ago. Where someone had a plot point about the day that they could get their job back that they weren't gone too long. Oh, that's fun. and they were like, oh. This oh. is the day now. Like I'm, I, I can't get my job back, and they got eliminated the next <gasps> day. Oh, <laughs> no. I bet they took him back. <laughs> All right. I have one more bit of minutia. Right. Me. So there was a time where... A lands before time? <laughs> some guy <laughs> was like, oh, I got some muscles and some periwinkle or whatever. And Max was like, is this ASMR? <laughs> he was definitely like rolling those muscles and those periwinkles around his hands. It I was like one of the most beautiful shots of the program on this very large screen TV. It's like a close up of his hand full of shells. Sounds and it's great. like a minute long. <laughs> Should we just take that 30 seconds and you fall asleep to that, Max? I mean, I've never done ASMR. I'm just saying, like, this guy kept rolling them around in his hands and, like, I get it. all right let's get to ratings uh harrison what do you got for me uh this is definitely a top third show for me uh i'm 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 a big fan of survival shows in general i just think that they're pretty interesting uh the format of this one's just super compelling it's really i mean i think that i'm curious to see what the kind of production quality of the show continues to be given that all the people are shooting it themselves so like i'm a little bit curious on on that front uh but yeah it's good show definitely top third all right brian what do you got bottom of the top i really do think that it's an interesting show and i want i really want to know like what people brought because then i would understand like what i should be thinking about bringing (laughs) you gotta go to the wayback machine max what do you got middle third top of the middle it was okay 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your that's all you got for me. That's Max? all you got. That, no reason. Let, just let's move on. Up. I don't know what you got. Uh, I also think top of the middle. I think I would have appreciated a little more information about the people who were on the show and a little more sort of survivalist knowledge, but it was very good. Rob, what do you got for me? So as, as people who have listened to the show know, I'm definitely a big fan of shows that are kind of not as much on rails and have more sort of reform what's going on. So this is definitely top third show for me. I like that it was kind of unstructured and you kind didn't know where it was going to go. So I'm, I'm in. Uh, man, season four, I think is killing it. I think this is also a top third show. I think it's, it's very compelling. I definitely want to know what's going on. And I think it's also a show that I don't really need to give my full attention to, but I, I might want to, but so we'll see. I, I definitely am interested to see how these people, who makes it all the way through. Uh, I'm in. Cool. Can we nice. also have a side podcast now of who put history channel on? Ooh. I mean, History Channel has been doing some great work. It, yeah, it's, it's got some stinkers, but it's got it's it's a better track record than MTV. What, for what sure. stinkers <sighs> have we done for History? I only know the three that were good. Uh, what did we do? Uh, night, night Fight was not we, great. No. Oh, Night Fight was. Did yeah. we do yeah. Night Fight on the show? No, <laughs> different show. Night <laughs> Night Fight. No, I right. get it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was just yeah. a bunch of cosplayers fighting and then getting exhausted. Some people might have really liked that show. <laughs> <laughs> Not naming oh, names. Are we talking about Night for Death? No. No. Night Fight. These are so close to each other. <laughs> My drunk minds cannot comprehend this. So season four is doing really good. I actually have been watching some Instant Hotel for oh. last week. Uh, we, we did get an update from James who could not make it tonight that he has been watching it. And okay. he was re- requesting that we do a special segment on a future episode. That's, I'm just relaying okay. that information. Do it, do it, do it. But uh, yeah. well, so when he gets back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're going to hold the Instant Hotel yeah, talk. Yeah. I'm just saying the second group of people is way crazier. I like the second group of people more. Like already the season two? No, no, no. So season one has two groups of people. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh my God. The, the good thing is Max doesn't know this because he was on the podcast. No, I was, <laughs> on, I was on the Instant Hotel podcast. I just didn't know that. You know, there's 12 episodes total. You're, you're saying you didn't know things we talked about in the podcast? I correct. <laughs> that is correct, yes. It's been a long week, guys. Uh, but- uh, but what was that extra bedroom that didn't have the bed in it for? We'll about? never know. We'll never know. Uh, also, our, fav- our favorite uh, Shore friends are back. Oh, yeah. They're on vacation. The uh, Florida Mama Shore friends? <laughs> no, our favorite friends. Not James's uh, favorite friends. Oh, the Geordie Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Shore, family vacations, back. First episode is a, uh, it's a sad one. Oh, no. It's they, a sad one. The, the, is it, it some sort of mic situation? situation? It is about the situation. Situation. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So they just wave goodbye. He's going to jail. He is not going to jail yet. So he, is he on the family vacation? He's going he's to the, the chair. No, he's not, dude. No. Are you serious? No, yeah. he's staying on the fucking season. Hold yeah, on. Okay. The, the, where is the, where is the family vacation taking place? Okay. So season the electric episodes chair. one, <laughs> <laughs> episode <laughs> one and two are just leading up to him getting sentenced. Okay, so, so they're not on the vacation. The vacation what? is in prison. <laughs> so they're going to go drop him off at the prison, like the whole crew? They might. I don't know. <gasps> they have, this is like, <laughs> obviously they filmed this, like he got sentenced to eight months in prison. And that was like the lead up in the show. And then the next episode is when they actually go on vacation. They, they go to like some cabin somewhere. Okay, so the first two episodes are him getting sentenced and then he also comes with them on the vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Man. he's in the show and like the first episode is like them just being like, hey, sorry, you're getting sentenced. Like it sucks, whatever, bullshit. And like Ronnie is like lying that what's her, his wife or girlfriend beat him up. He's saying that he got beat up in some like town like in Secaucus, he has like some black eye and no one believes him hmm. it's it's weird anyway uh it's still like i still enjoy checking in with them i don't know it's fun they're fun people i, I didn't watch yet but i'm interested to yeah i would i'd still this if you liked what it was it's still like the same thing all right it, it's interesting that comcast also says it's still season two 
It's like season two, episode 20. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> there's like a 20-month gap. I feel there's a bigger gap between the first half of season two and the second half of season two than between season one and season oh, two. Oh, yeah, definitely. There was like a two-month gap. Crazy. Anyone else got any updates? I, this is not really an update, but I was listening to the... Uh, Savage Builds pod, which I was not on. Oh, oh yeah. And there was some discussion around Titanium. Oh, no. And so I wanted to, I had a, a little nugget of info about Titanium I thought I'd share, which is that my wedding ring is made out of Titanium. Oh. Oh. And so why did I pick a wedding ring made out of Titanium? Well, like, I've, you know, I'm not someone who wears jewelry. Like, this is the only piece of jewelry I have. So when I was trying on rings, I was like, oh, this feels really weird. I'm like, not sure I'm going to get used to this. Titanium is way lighter than the other kind of rings they had. Like, it's it's very noticeable how yeah. much lighter. And so it was like, oh, like, on the hand, it felt a lot better. If like, oh, I could kind of get used to this. But they're like, so what you got to know if you buy a titanium ring is if something happens and, like, it needs to be resized, you cannot resize it. You need to get a new one. Like, oh. if you get rings with different metals, there's, I think, sort of a straightforward procedure to resize it. But, like, a titanium ring, and I don't know if it's... It's obviously not impossible. There's a way to do it, but like if you go to a regular jeweler, they're not set up to do it. It's probably prohibitively expensive to do it. So titanium, huh. light but very hard or strong or something that makes it so you can't resize a ring. Yeah, it's really, really it's notorious for how hard to work. It's really hard to work with. Right, but it kind of makes sense. If I want something that is strong but can fly, I want something strong but light. Yeah, so titanium makes sense. Yeah. Does it, so if it gets stuck on your finger, do they have to like? How do they get it off? I think you can like cut it off, but then like it's it's, it's you're not getting it back together. It's, it's just like it's you're throwing it in the garbage. Or, you know. <laughs> oh, I I did watch another episode of that where they made some like Mad Max style vehicles. Ooh. That was pretty fun because like the like it wasn't just like they were just having a lot more fun in the episode than they were with this like hey let's go to this lab where they built this let's move it over here let's build that and. It was like a, a lot less structured and it was kind of fun to see them like try to hit targets on these other like Mad Max style vehicles. So Oh, that sounds fun. That that was definitely a much better episode. One thing about listening to the podcast was when you talk about shooting guns at the uh, Iron Man suit. I was trying to imagine, so is there someone in the Iron Man suit when they're doing this or not? No. <laughs> oh. It was around like a I think our talk dummy. was about how you couldn't wear that because it would <laughs> just I, like sh- get you in the jugular and you'd be done. It became clear at some point, but at first like they're going <laughs> to shoot guns at this suit. And I was like, oh, is he in the suit? Oh, man. <laughs> that yeah, that would have been nuts. He would have been crazy. All right, uh, is it, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, I guess you can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can email us questions and suggestions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time.